You're it's be good looking leaders is the Damien Later podcast. To my left, introduce yourself. Y'all know what's up, co-host Noel K. What's up, y'all? What's up with you? You alright? I'm not feeling too good today, but I'm excited to be here. So, Ooh, well, feel better. Thank you. No problem. You're not gonna point out the fact that I'm being nice. Hurry Dang. up, point it out. Like, wow. I did it already. It's fine. Thank you for caring about no me problem. not feeling well. No problem. And then asking for... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I you didn't do it for mess. no reason. All the time. Anyhow, we have a guest today. Please introduce yourself, sir. What's going on? It's Rocco Rathon. How okay. y'all doing today? Thank hey, y'all for Rocco. having me. Thank What's you for up? coming. Yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, been paying attention to you for a while. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Just was like, that was the time. That was the time. I finally got it right. Now this, what yeah. what what happened? I was just thinking about the how it came about on wanting to bring him on the show, which happens often with us. Like we end up mutually wanting the same guest mm-hmm. on the show, and mm-hmm. then I think you tune into one of my videos on Instagram, and then I was like, "Yo, Lee, set the profile." She said she sent she me your like, profile, and I was like, I "Are we him. follow each other?" Like, I'm trying to get him on the show, but I yeah. didn't know. How to go about it? Because I was like, he's a busy person. Like, Yo, I'm very it. approachable. A lot of people don't think that. <laughs> See, I was surprised that you tuned into me. So that was that was awesome. That's the thing. It's like, it's not even that I didn't feel like you was approachable. I just was like, with the way like I even have to go about my schedule, I'm like, yo, it's no way he's just gonna be available. And then I was like, well, let me just try. Yeah. You know, you know what it is. I work uh, for myself. I work freelance. So I always tell people, you let me know, and then I'll make myself available. Mm. Right, and so. people just don't be believing me when yeah. I say that. It, but that's how it is when you do work for yourself. Because when I wasn't working um, a nine to five, I was definitely like always asked, like, "Hey, when what, what's your free time?" And it's like it's kind of flexible. Like I, you know, I pick my hours on when I want to work, and I'll just make the time for you. Like let's get the let's get the work done. Yeah. So and, let me if if I'm correct, you're a digital marketing content creator, correct? Yep. Okay. So in English, what does it mean? <laughs> It basically means like I do two different things. Mm-hmm. I do digital marketing with artists and brands, right? Okay. But then I also I've worked in media and I create content. Okay. So I like to do both. Okay. Well, what are, what are the differences between the two lanes? Okay. So for example, um, in terms of content creation, like I've produced mini docs. Um, I've like you know written content, visual content, um, anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then also for digital marketing, anything online that involves pushing an artist, I usually have a hand in it. Wow. So, like, being that you do that and, like, indie artists, like, mm-hmm. when you're pushing yourself, most of the work is the content. It, it's pushing it out and marketing mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. then it's also creating it. What do, what does my audience want? So do you ever feel the pressure, like, from the people that you work with to be, like, artist management and, you know, fully... Um, taking over like label wise or like because you've worked with labels so mm-hmm. do you get that you want to do your own like do you want to put your own like my own label mm-hmm. no okay no no <laughs> that was quick <laughs> no not at all not at all like I've had that those aspirations in the past oh, okay but nowadays I'm, I'm I'm more so like just on the content end like you know I'm actually like going to film school because I like. Like the whole producing end, the logistics of producing, line producing, things like that, I've been doing for years, but I've never like, and I've sat down with editors to edit content and stuff like that. But I want to fully, I have big plans content wise. 
So I want to like actually go and learn hands on, like, okay, how to pick up the camera, how to edit myself. Cause I don't, I'm very self sufficient. So I don't want to like have to keep depending on people for what I'm planning on doing. Um, but so that's really what my passion is. But the digital marketing thing, I've been doing that for so long that I'm good at it, but I don't want to like go too far down that lane. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Why not though? I just, I've had, I've had bad experiences okay. working, working with artists. You know what I mean? Like, um, and like for a long time, I was very, I was very bitter. Like, cause I like the industry made me feel like that's how I had to be, mm. you know, just because it was just like, I came into this game very wide eyed and naive and thinking like, yo, if you work hard and you know, you just work hard, you're honest, you do the right thing, like things are just going to fall into place. And that's just not how it works. You know what I mean? So I just, it kind of like, left. so how does it work? <laughs> Cause I mean, <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> Isn't Honestly, it isn't it more the relationships you can build? It's it's relationship building, but it's building relationships with the right people. Mm. Right? Because where I where I messed up in the past was I was aligned with the wrong people for me. Right? Okay. You know what what people say like, yo, being loyal to the wrong people. Yeah will cost you. It will. You know, and when I find myself in situations where I'm doing a lot of work, I'm putting in work, and then the person standing next to me is out here doing people dirty, that reflects on me. It does. You get what I'm saying? So wouldn't you have to be honest then? Because you're saying you want to stay away from the the relationships that are toxic. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't you have to still bring forth to the table the the honesty, integrity? and, and And that's what helped me. Because when I separated with my old business partner, everyone was just kind of like, yo, Rocco, we know like that it wasn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? We know that some people don't, and that's neither here nor there, but the people who matter, they were like, yo, we know that it wasn't right. you that was out here, like, you know what I mean? And from from then on, as always, I've always like made it a point to be transparent with people. When I'm dealing with people, I tell them exactly what to expect, what I expect of them, and it's not about the money. You know what I mean? Because even when I was doing digital marketing for so long, most people didn't even know I did that. All my clients just came from referral oh, for dope. all those years just because people felt comfortable saying, yo, Rocco does good work. He's honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, they could trust you to get the mm-hmm. work done. Yeah. That's dope. How, how did you end up in that industry at all? Um, It's basically my whole life. It was my aspiration to be okay. working in music. Since I was a little kid, like when I saw, um, I'm showing my age here, but <laughs> I, sh- I saw Puffy's Behind the Music wow. when I was a little wow. kid. And then I realized then I was like, oh, you don't have to be an artist or you don't have to be right. in front of the camera you to work. Behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And then from then on, since you could say grade school, junior high, high school, everyone knew me as the person who's like, okay, he wants, he's going to do his own record label and this, this, that, and doing like rap battles after school and stuff like that. And then even when in college, interning at different places just from from all those years. I said, wow, because I've seen it, but I was... Never watched. What's up? I've seen it. I saw it, but am I old? <laughs> no, you're not old. I saw it. I saw was, Puffy's Behind the Music. Yeah, and we're watching like music change. So 
it's interesting that you took on digital marketing because that's an evolved thing in music. So mm-hmm. how did you know that you wanted to be a part of that changing cycle? Because we've gone from like the paper, the like the magazines and, and pushing content out um, in such different ways, like CDs and mm-hmm. VHS tapes. Like, you know what how it was? Because I was consuming music like that. Mm. Okay. Right? So right. like when when it was... I won't say Napster, but what was it, Kazaa or Morpheus or when yeah. people was downloading music? Yeah. I was on that wave. Okay. When um when the even before the blog wave, there was certain websites like I think it's Hip Hop Game and mm-hmm. Hip Hop DX where I would like hear the new music six months before it really like takes off. Nowadays it's different. Nowadays a song comes out and everybody just has it. But back then it was different. You know what I mean? So it I even was... turned into like like that that piff. It mm-hmm. turned into like yeah. lime wire. I was catching a lot of stuff that I was like, nobody told me about this shit. But I mean, sometimes we do get a song that's um, kind of floating around for a while before it pops. Well, well, I'm talking about like from a major label artist, right? Someone who's already a star, and then I oh, hear it online. Okay, that's oh, okay. different. That's different. Like this was yeah, like yeah. in like 2002 when I was like a kid, like. I would hear the song from Eminem or Jay-Z or whoever online, and then four months later is when it actually touches radio, mm-hmm. you know? So I was already, like, everything that I was doing was just, I was consuming music, everything online, you know? How was it working with, I saw that you work with The Source, like, how mm-hmm. was working with um, The Source? Oh, The Source, that was, like, a a big deal for me. A huge deal for me because I grew up reading, yeah, me too. like Max. not just the source, but XXL, Vibe, yeah. all of that, right? And those all transitioned to digital. Yeah, so like I remember the first time um uh, I saw my name in the in the front wow. with with like the staff. That was a big deal for me. You know what I mean? That's dope. Um, and through the source, actually, I got a chance to um go places and interview people that you know I admired and stuff like that, and I. I was proud of the work that I did there just because of the fact that um I they acknowledged my work. They acknowledged like the quality of my work. Like when I started, I was just a writer and then within like a month I was the sports editor. Wow. Right? And then I was doing that and then from sports editor I was doing I was one of the senior editors. Black men doing amazing things. Right. But that was a that was a tough time. Like I enjoyed it. Looking back on it, like I, I was like, Yo, I should have enjoyed that moment more. But that was a tough time for me in in the sense that it was hectic, because I was doing all of that at the source, and um, I co-founded the Rap Fest, I so I too. was still heavily involved with that at the same exact time. Wow. And then I was still blogging for. Inflex We Trust, Funk Flex, okay. and DJ Enough. And on top of that, I was doing digital marketing on the side for Artists. certain people mm-hmm. all at the same time. Wow. So that there was not much sleep for me around around that time period. Talk about a full plate. Do you think because of everything that you just named is mm-hmm. is a lot of is a, a is on a lot of people's like roster? Mm-hmm. Um, of the things that they do, so you think writing has become a lost art because there's so much, like, movement in in the business elsewhere and pushing the content and pushing the artists out there. Do you think writing's lost? Honestly, yeah. Just because when you think about it, 
people don't like to read anymore, right? Mm-hmm. People would rather mm-hmm. watch something mm-hmm. or listen to something. Like, if it you. It's so sad, too. Like, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. That's what happens with media. When, as, it, as it evolves, and that's technology. what happens. Yep, right? media and technology. It's like, I, I like to learn, right? I like to, like, just research things, like, random things. It has nothing to do with, like, music or anything like that, right? But I'd, I'd prefer to watch a micro or a mini doc on YouTube about something than read it. Same. You know? And that's, that's fair. That, and that's with most people. Because you get to but see, you get to see like exactly how it works. I they think show it's you. also mm-hmm. because we were fed that. There were times where we touched Google and we had to look up something and all you got was links to read an article and you had to read the article to find the information. But, but also now you, you just wasn't have getting... all these videos where you could just click and get what you need because people are sitting and taking time to educate you from a visual perspective. But look, the same way you could Google stuff something and get a bunch of links. All of the links weren't actually helpful. So the That's videos true. help you filter That's what true. you can take. Connecting you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and people, That's true. So most people are better visual learners, right? So you can explain something as eloquently as you want, but if you have a visual for someone to see, they're, they're going to better understand it. You know? Me. I'm most people. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like I like to read. I read. But it's it's harder to apply something that I haven't seen right. done for me. I like both. I like the matchup. Like I've I'm watching the lost art in the writing, the writing of the interviews and getting that. But how like, they're still doing you it? Know, they are still doing it. I see. I even see my friends in media that work yeah. and they write up these great great pieces on up and coming artists. You you get to put the 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 imagery to who the artist is when you're reading their interviews and getting to know them. But I've also read that this has become a lost art. Even CDs, like all of that, like having those. No, we don't me, have no way to put a CD. I mean, unless I it's, a, it's like a know, PlayStation or something. There's, there's times where I'll see someone write something on uh, for a certain publication, and I'm just like, yo, this is amazing. Like the writing is amazing, and I appreciate it, but I know that like most people now just – like they they bypassing that. If 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 those same words were in a video form with a voiceover and stuff like that, <laughs> then then they then they with it. Right. But like, you know. Well, you run one of the most popular um, blogs, the Rap Fest. How did oh, that come about? Oh, I don't. About? I left the Rap Fest years oh, ago. Really? Yep. Wow. Like like there there was that there was a time when when I left, I left and I just didn't look back. Really? Yep. Wow. And it, it was it well, was a, it was it was a tough thing for me because I was just like this is something that I literally I had a lot to do with it getting where it is mm-hmm. and so it's like when you build something from scratch like yeah. I'm talking about like sitting in your room putting together the website the brand building the staff everything from scratch and you see how far it goes like you know um source mag top 30 digital platforms yeah Stuff like that, and you're very proud, but then when you feel like you have to walk away, mm. it's it's tough, you know. Mm. And like I, I was just like, that's why I was like, yo, I was bitter for a long time. I was upset because I felt like I had wasted my my time and my energy on a lot, not just with Rap Fest, but just with certain certain artists, certain situations. And then, lo and behold, when I left, when I Turn my back on certain things. Some of the best decisions I ever made in my life, and I don't That's regret beautiful. it. That is beautiful. Well, very proud you're a part of something that 
is mm-hmm. truly big today. So that's dope. Give yourself a pat on the back for that, regardless. There goes the rap fest section. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I could talk about it, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, I left. Yeah, no, that, that's what's up. I'm sure that was hard. Yeah, I have a hard time leaving stuff that I didn't even create. Like, if I have to give away a pair of shoes, I'm kind of like, damn. Am I sure? But I understand. Like, I I like to help people. That's my way of helping. I like putting, like, I like giving away shoes and stuff, sneakers. But it hurts. So I'm sure building something like the Rap Fest. I mean, I've I've been a part of companies growing, and I've have I've had to separate from them too. And you Did know. it hurt? It hurt because you do put your time and effort in whatever little pocket and placement that you have in its growth and how it's moving, but that. Now, you to now, it, it, now. Ain't, it ain't a part of it no more. Now, so it's and, like, you know, and, you see that too. And imagine when it's not even like a pocket or just like a, a contribution. It's right. like you're, you're thing, a your major whole, right. part of why this is where it's at. And yeah. then you feel like, and sometimes like some people will stay in a, situ, a bad situation. For that. Because it's like, yo, I, I put I so much time. This. I, yeah. I put so much time into this. Like, so you stay, and then That's when you me, realize, the longer you stay, <laughs> it gets worse. Right. And then it's just like, after a certain point, it's like, all right, you know what? My time here is running its course. So now, I can ask both of you the question. <laughs> so now, when you get to that point where you're like, okay, I have to leave, did you ever, like, did it ever come a point in time where you was like, well, the whole industry, I'm done with it. And I don't want no parts. No? No. No, no not that. I, I, just, I get like that more with myself. In situations with myself, when I'm battling with myself, I'll question myself if I have to and, and check myself. But other people's business, nah. So y'all were sure, always sure. Like, I still want in this, in this industry. I mean, yeah. you, you, you got to keep in mind, like I said to you, like, I knew I wanted to be in this industry since I was a small child. But something like so, that can hurt enough to be it, like, it nah, can, I'm out of here. It can, but um, I was talking to some close friends of mine in this business and then I was just like damn man you know I I wasted all this time like this is all good but I, I benefited nothing from this I have nothing to show for it I just you know and then they were like well think about it like this you did all of this work and whether you believe it or not other people see it mm-hmm. and other people notice it and this is just a chapter in your life like this is just a moment a, a moment <laughs> right and now you have this experience, so you can move on and do something else in the industry, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. Because my, my come up has been filled with mistakes made out of being naive and just too trusting and just being down for the cause and just trying but to work. But that's good, though. Don't lose that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I even ask myself, like, should I lose this trait of me? But it's like, it's a part of me. Like, I, I can't help that I'm... I'm vulnerable. I know I am, and it it just it's beneficial for me to just stay true to myself. I have those moments. I'm working on it, trying to decipher what's right for me, what's not. I wish I had <laughs> the the power to like be able to tell if somebody's like real or fake or dedicated. But people change every day. Like somebody could really be down for you one day, and then two weeks, the right opportunity presented to them, it could change. And it wasn't that they were any less there for you two weeks ago it just the situation changed that um you're right but it's, it's a little it's a little, it's a little deeper it's, it, than it, that it's it's a, a, yeah it is yeah. it is because 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 you can learn you you can like 
with time, you start to figure out like, okay, oh, I, I've met you before. Mm. You know, yeah. and and then when you when you have that moment, you know how to handle but it. But people are so good. Like even people that people are so good at the mask. The mask. Like that's not easy at all, especially in this industry because you study and you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The music like, industry, they good. It's, nah, nah. It's, it's but good. It, it, it depends. It depends on also like you gotta not be um, too dependent on other people. True. If you're more self-sufficient and you could do things on your own and you don't need too many other people for certain things, it's harder for that to happen, and I, which I've learned. But behind the scenes, I think that that's a lot more of where... That's why I was going to ask you, too. Do you feel like because behind the scenes is where like all the, the jewels are at, the money's at, is it a lot more pressure because you're kind of teaching yourself everything to be that one entity for whatever artist where the artist a lot of times just sometimes just has the talent they're just trying to show up sing rap they don't really know the ins and outs of how to push themselves how to put themselves on platforms yeah you can study those things but then at the same time it's like well what do we hire other people to do the work for how does the cycle of everybody eating pay off if we all know everything and you could teach yourself you know to be familiar with the language and communicate but if you 100 percent know everything that you're gonna do and how to do it do you need anybody i still think yes you're gonna need people like you can't like like even though i was saying before that i was bitter at some Mm -hmm. point i got over that because i realized yo it is what it is you know what i mean like but i do i look i learned to look at the bright side like in terms of yo i got good people with me People that are close to me to this day that I met in this industry, you know, that still help me. I help them, right? And like, you're gonna need people, but when to answer your question as far as like the uh, artists coming up, there's so many stories and just like, just examples that I could give you about how you see an artist that's talented, and they have maybe they even have the funding to back them up. But it's just that one thing that's missing that just sinks the whole ship. Maybe it's bad management. Maybe it's, okay, they have everything, but, yo, the artist is just, they're just, the whole team is disorganized. Like, the content is dope, the music is dope, but they just, they don't understand, like, yo, deadlines and, you know, just being professional. Like, all this stuff matters, all of it matters. Very like, much so. like you're, you, you gotta remember, like, in this business, you're dealing with people, especially the higher up you go, you're dealing with people who already have money, who already have success. So you have to like be easy to work with. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't just feel like, oh, okay, I, I'm, 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 I'm buzzing over here, so I could just act any kind of way. I could do whatever. I could make any kind of demands. Like. It it just doesn't work like that. You have to like know how to like, it, like l- let me say something because I don't do interviews often, right? <laughs> Not because nice. like, so <laughs> good to hear exactly. And, like I'll say this: artists and their teams, and they make the same common mistakes when they're trying to get into the music industry, right? And I'm not gonna I'm not talking down because I was once one of those people who looked at it this way, but. A lot of them look at this this business like, 
I don't want to say like they're looking to be saved or they're looking for someone to come in and like, yo, someone's going to notice me. Someone's going to come in and just, yo, I'm, I'm going to get discovered. Yo, I'm trying to get someone to just come in and invest in me. And like, no, that's not how this works. Like if someone's going to invest in you, they want to see you doing the work for yourself first. That's just the way business works, right? Like I, I've, I've, I've seen um, artists who just record music and just put it on the internet. And just hey yo, support my music. Like put like no, you have to when you record your music, you have to put together a plan. And try to and like so many artists don't do their due diligence to learn how the business works, like the actual like numbers, the business aspect. It's a numbers game, absolutely. You know, like getting have like having your shit together in terms of like yo how to monetize your content, how to make sure that you make money off of everything that you do. A lot of artists leave money on the table just off of that. See, I wanted to ask you, I'm glad y'all, y'all both pointed it out. Some artists just want to show up and do whatever it is, it is that they do. Yep. I wanted to ask you if you felt like in the industry that we're in and how it's moving now, is that bad to just want to sing or rap or produce? Is it bad to just want to be in that specific lane? It's, it's, it's not bad, but you still have to know the business aspect of it. You still because it's like if you want to, if that's what you want to do, you better make sure you have a great solid team around you that you know is solid, like people who know business, who know the business, people who know how to like build relationships. Like I like that that those people exist. But there's not too many of them. Yeah, that's key that he said business and the business. Because last night I was having a convo with my cousin and I was, um, you know, asking her about how she could would construct an email and I needed her advice for something for me. And she gave me her perspective just from a business aspect and a professional aspect. But the music business is different because... You're selling yourself without having to say you need something from the person that you're selling yourself to. But you can't just give them the links and the, the attachment. You have to show some personality with that. And I think that's that's key, that you can have somebody who knows the business, but you need someone to know the business. Like the industry, the music industry, the entertainment world, it's a different language. Just like it's different to have a lawyer versus an entertainment lawyer. It's two different mm-hmm. laws. And I've seen that firsthand, like lawyers who are good at what they do, but they're kind of like lost when it comes to entertainment, entertainment law. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, that's crazy. That's, I, I'm I, I know. Yeah, exactly. Because I know specifically... Um, I've been hearing a lot, like, yo, all of this extra stuff is it's insane. I just want to do what I'm gifted at doing. And, I mean, for me, I've always wanted to do a lot. But I, I just always wondered, like, just because I don't relate to that, like, is that bad that people just want one way? Yo, but you got to think about it like this. It's all a function of what you want, like what your goals are. Some people, they want to be on the Grammys and – uh, the music awards and superstar level touring the world, selling hey. out arenas, right? How you doing? And then some people, it's like <laughs> they love the music, but they're perfectly happy. Like there's, they're perfectly happy making like three, four, five hundred thousand a year. But yeah, they got to do everything themselves. Yeah, they got to put themselves on tour. Yeah, they got to press up and do their own merch and handle the business with their team. But they make good money and they make a living. 
Right. right? Mm-hmm. So it's all a function of what you want. And the people, and I noticed the people who really want that stardom that I was talking about, people are more willing to um, compromise themselves in situations where they don't have to just because they feel like, oh, if I link with this person, they can connect me with that. Like, you know. That's interesting because I see 50 50. Like, just knowing a lot of different artists, like from New York City, I've seen half of them. I've seen the traits of wanting to compromise them. Like, any given good, good sounding deal, they're selling it. Bye. I'm sailing ship and not looking back at anything that they did up until that point. And then I've met the other half who are really like, I really want this. I want those stages. I want that type of attention. And it's a reason behind it. I want to make a difference with my sound. Um, I want to accomplish a lot of heavy things in society. I do see both. So it's interesting that you say you see more. Which I'm quite, uh, I'm quite mean, sure. It's, it's from my it's from <laughs> yeah. my perspective and because I have people soliciting me for business for work. Right, right. So then I I'm looking at it from that vantage point. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you're just on a different level of things. But I think it's good that we do have some people that do want that type of stardom and they have that heart with them that they won't you know just fumble or fold at any given moment and and truthfully when it comes to working with clients those are the types of clients that i like to work with people who they understand their sound they understand what they want out of this they have their goals and they're like and people are just generally like hey this is these are my goals how can you help me achieve them and then i I put something together, and then we go over it, and then we just work. And then, you know, it's just easy. The easier you are to work with, the better the end result is. And you could ask anybody who does marketing, who's a publicist, they'll all say the same thing. Would you say that working hard, being self-sufficient, and actually talented, is that the algorithm in this business? Is it just that? Yep. It's that simple, but it's yeah. not simple at it's, all. It's like, but it's working it, smarter, yeah, too, because yeah, I think that's where the, the alternative to the easy is the smarter, because the smarter you work, the easier it is Yo, to become. It's funny you said that, right? Because remember when I said that time years ago when I was like doing so many different things? Right. I remember in 2015, I collapsed twice that year, right? Damn. Just from like just being up, just working, 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 right? And I really... I make more money now than I did back then, right? And I work less now. Task. That's the goal. That's that the goal. You know? And it could be because I figured out, like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to commit myself to anything that doesn't, that I, that I don't know for sure is going to benefit my bottom line. Because I, I used to be, because, like, I was, I, when I got into this, I was guided wrong from the very beginning. Like, I was, like, I was taught to, I was made to feel like, oh, you got to, oh, that's such and such over there. Yo, you got to go introduce yourself. You got to go, like, you know, oh, like, and, and, oh, any opportunity that comes up, yo, you got to, we got to. I'm like, so glad you said that. Like, I'm, keep going. Nah, like. I'm sorry. It's just like. that. That's, me hype. <laughs> but that's, that's naturally not who I am as a person. But I was made to feel like, yo, this is what you have to do mm. to progress. Right? Like, just be, like, super aggressive, like, in terms of introducing yourself to people and, like, trying to 
um, Make jump, your on, presence known. J- jump on every opportunity that comes your way. And it's like some opportunities don't make sense for you, you know? And that and that's also where a lot of that um, bitterness used to come from in terms of like, yo, you do work for, with someone like, oh, yeah, we're going to work on this project together. But the the formalities haven't been taken care of in terms of, yo, what's the... What's the percentages? What's the breakdown? Like who, who's what? You know, and then you find yourself doing work, and then when it comes time for like, because you gotta understand pe- human nature. People will eat off your plate as long as you let them, but once the plate, once they get the, their plate, they're gonna take it and run, right? So it's just kind of like now, I just let my work speak for itself, because I, like I said, I'm very transparent, right? I have any any questions someone asks me as far as like my work, I have stuff I could show, right? So I and I remember feeling like going places and seeing certain industry people that were at a certain level and then fast forward those same people are on my line trying to get work from me, right? And that's why I'm like don't be so pushy in terms of trying to introduce yourself because you got to negotiate and speak from from eye to eye level. Like if you just come up to someone and you're just trying to like, like what you said, some people like they know like you're trying to get something from them. Right. So it's just like we have to be negotiating and talking on an eye to eye level, like where we both know, okay, I could benefit from you and you could benefit from me and let's work. You know? What was the transition like though? Because you said you was you was mentored in a way where you had to jump on every opportunity. Transitioning from that to being very selective and intentional, what was that like? Um, that was around that same time when I left Ratfest, when I left a lot of uh, things that I was doing. And I took like a little while, like maybe like two, three months just detoxing from everything. Okay. Right? And like I'm I'm someone who like I have my issues. Like I I've over the years, I developed anxiety, like severe anxiety, like just my mind always like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do that. What about this? What about that? Over, always overthinking things, always like on the go. And like I just anything that's like stressful to me, anything that's like disturbing my peace of mind, I'm like, I'm good. That's how that's how I decipher. And there's been times where to this day where someone will bring something in my direction like yo do you want to take on this client or do you want to be a part of this and then i'm like okay yeah let's have an initial conversation and figure it out and i could already tell like okay yeah this is going to be a mess and i'm just like nah i'm good and it might the budget might be big and i might could make good money from it but i still turn it down and then whenever i turn something like that down out of nowhere something else comes that that makes sense you know so just just protecting my peace of mind. That's what's helped me. That's very important. Would you say that there's a science to not cuz it's not just getting into the lane, right? Into the field. Is there like a science or a certain way to actually be good? Like how how did you not even if there's a science cuz I I'm I'm into like the intricate things. Like how did you know you were good and when you found out you were good? How did you further expand on being good? Like stuff like that. I always want to know how things are put together. I, I never, I always second guess myself because like I said, the people that I was around, mm-hmm. right? And 
some people might be upset at me saying this, but it's a reality. But a lot of the people that worked in media and still work in media don't make much money, if any money at all. Right? And I'm not being specific. I'm just going to say people who work in media, in hip-hop media. Yeah, I definitely read that in the book that I was reading. All things you need to know about the music. Like, a lot of of times you'll see someone who works at a place where it's a big brand. Like, yo, I work here or I do this here. And they're not making no money. Right? And it's just for... The exposure. Like, and and don't get me wrong. Technically, they should be paid for their work. But... You know, sometimes the hip hop industry they like to exploit their own. They like interns. Yeah, they like <laughs> interns. They love interns. They love interns, right? And like, so, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, like, oh, what, how did how did you realize? Yeah, like, you were, how did you know? It, it, it was it was tough because when you work for people who are exploiting you, they make you feel like you're not doing good enough. Right, because if you know that you're doing good work, then you're gonna demand to be paid. Right, right, <laughs> right. Wow. So that's why I realized that I the work that I was doing was good after the fact. Okay. When I was like, oh, like when when you just ain't want me to ask you to pay me. Yeah, like like when when other people outside would would acknowledge like, yo, this is dope, like. Yo, yo, I read this that you did. I read this article. I saw this interview. I saw this piece that you produced. And I and then and then I really sat down and really like looked at everything that I worked on. And I was like, oh shit, like this is pretty you know. I did some shit. The best the best thing is when like let's say like I would write an article or or do something and then someone goes you didn't do that shit. <laughs> That's the worst. No, I mean I for me. For, no, but it's like I, I mean it is. But oh snap! You did this like for real. That, that that's just like it's hate, but it's still like it's a compliment still, yeah, at the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. She actually asked the question I asked yesterday at a seminar we were at about um, being stuck at a place where you know who you are. You know, it's your purpose. You know, like you're standing in your right you know, what you want to do and you're focused on it and you're working hard at it. But what do you do to, like, level up to the next space? So I think that's what you was... Yeah, I mean... The science to that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, anytime I... Like, because it's, it's, I'm getting to a point now where I can see in myself, okay, you, you've actually done a great job, but, like, it's easier to see it in other people. And, like, with people like you... I don't know. I'll just be really interested as to how, like, down to how does your brain work? Like, how did you I think write something and be like, oh, nah, this is it. And then I'm going to push it here. Like, that's just so in- interesting to me. I think it's time. Like, I think we all do it. You do it, too. It's just you're not noticing it because you're in the time. Probably. But I think the biggest thing that you brought up is the transparency. So that's being yourself. Mm-hmm. And I see it on your I see it on your website. I checked it out. And, like, your Q&A for your, like, facts are, like, really specific yeah. like all the things an artist even someone like me when i was reading it i was like okay this is what he could provide or he can't provide like you're very honest and open and you're very intentional on what you would do and it shows you don't say i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna work hard on every answer to start off or to end but behind what you're saying that you can't guarantee is that you're gonna guarantee the work 
So I think, yeah, it's just about being yourself at that moment, like to stay true to you. I mean, for, for me, it's always been, like I said, like my mind works. My mind is always running. And I have so many different ideas and so many things that going on that I'd, I'd like to do. But what I also do is I I research sometimes without even realizing I'm doing research. Like, I'm just always looking at, like, okay, what's the next thing? Or what's the new, like, what's the new wave that's about to come up? You know, always trying to figure what the next thing is before it's the next thing, right? Because I feel like I've missed certain waves before, like, like something that I was already hip to. And then I was like, damn, I could have really, like, if I really focused on this, I could have really been up right now. So it's just always finding the next thing. Like, even when I'm doing marketing, like, I'm always looking for, like, the next thing that I could add to my portfolio of services that I provide that I could help out with, right? And, like, when you're always looking for ways to improve, whatever it is that you do, when you look for ways to improve, that just naturally happens. Right. You know? Yeah, no dope. no choice but to do it. Yeah, no, that's dope. Um, it's been amazing speaking to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you've provided yes. a lot of uh insight. A lot of gems. Right. That oh. I'll be applying for sure. And 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 what one of the things I, I I wanna make sure I say is like there's so much negativity in media and in this industry and just in just life in general. And, like, I realized when I was at my lowest is because I was surrounded by negativity, right? And now, like, I'm very, like you said, being intentional. I I don't go out as much, right? I I, I travel. I do different things, but I, I don't go out to, like, yes, you industry, do. industry events so as much. So you at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, but, like, I'm talking about, like, just trying to just focus on the good, like, just staying away from all negativity, even if it looks like there's a, a bag attached to it. Like just if you're if you're comfortable within yourself and you're happy and you're just at peace, life will just come to you the way it should. You know, don't force shit. You know, and like like I said, just positivity. That's the most important thing. Like I see people on the internet who work in this business every day. Like, and it's just like whether it's on IG, Twitter, or Facebook, they're just talking about what they don't like. They're talking about who's trash. They're talking about things that are every, everything is associated with bad. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you're pushing out. And I was like, me, I mute people like that. I, was like, I don't even mm-hmm. want to like see this type of shit. You know, because it, it affects you. You know, so like. If whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to accomplish, do it from a place of positivity, is what I'll say. That's a gem right there. That is. Do not pawn this jewelry. Um, tell everyone where to find you. Um, uh, IG, Twitter is Round Face Rocco, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Round Face Rocco, and then my website, RockOverthon.com. All right. Yes. Noelle, you got anything before we get on out of here? No. But just on a positive end note, we were talking about work this whole time. So, on a positive, I saw that you and your significant other dressed up last year for uh, Halloween. That was her idea. Miami and a patient. That was dope. And it's about to be the Halloween season. So, what y'all doing this year? 
Yo, really, I leave all that shit up to her. <laughs> I, like, like you know, like, like you know, we talk about artists just want to show up. Yeah. Like, I just be like, yo, just tell me what it is we're doing, and I'll just, I'll trust move. Me. I, I, I'll be there. Just let me know so we can <laughs> get it together. I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all. Yeah, do nah, that was fire. And then I was just like, yo, are you sure? <laughs> I was just like, are you sure? Like. Are you sure this is this is what we, you want to do? And it she was, was like, so "Yes, this is, uh, yes, I'm sure." And then it went viral. Yeah, that's why. Like, okay, it well, was super cute. I, I was like, "I'll listen to you moving forward on these things." <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure I, I show up and show out this Halloween season. Me too. So I got, I got to hit hit the boards and figure it out. I already know what I'm gonna be. So, Jesus. Okay, Noel. Thanks. <laughs> well, y'all know what y'all been listening to, man. We out of here. <laughs>